0: You're listening to a Big Stick Energy Productions podcast.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Barreled Up On Broad. You're listening to your host, Jim Coleman. With me, as always, Eric Rayer. Hey. (laughs) And Nick Pugliese. How's And we are coming to you from Big Stick Energy Productions. It's not really a. It's not really a place. It's it's a Zoom meeting now. Um, it's not a place. We're... It's a palace. <laughs> it is.
2: I'd say it's a state of being.
1: It is. We have Big Stick Energy. And Joe could not join us today, unfortunately. But um, today we're gonna really get excited talking about the season of baseball is finally amongst us we can finally go to bed at night knowing baseball will be back at this point tomorrow holy shit
0: oh tomorrow it's friday the the
1: season no well the phillies play on friday but the yankees oh wow well, oh. play tomorrow they play on the twenty third i forgot
0: we have to you know be an mlb podcast as well
1: it's it's the only sport that's going to be on for the next two days, and then. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, if we really want to get technical basketballs back, but I know you don't care. Um, NASCAR's back too. Um, NASCAR's, the
0: NASCAR's the only left. sport
1: that's worth watching. Sure it is. Um, You're the only ones that fans. And today, I really want to kind of get into maybe some predictions of each division going forth, but before any of that. We had some interesting signings happening around the league. Well, one in particular, uh, Mookie Betts signed with the Dodgers for a blockbuster deal, according to uh, Matt Snyder. Um, he has signed for, I think it was 12 years. Uh, th- Nick, what was the number? 360? a
2: uh, 12
1: years, 365. That is a huge contract and will likely cause a ripple effect, I think, around the league with a couple of prominent players heading into free agency soon with uh, Francisco Lindor, uh, JT Romino, of the likes. Um, obviously, Romino is a lot, is older than the two of them, but Lindor and Betts are phenoms in the sport. And honestly, this could really mean that the players are going to get the money that they wanted this offseason. and. In my opinion, I mean, Betts is the second best player in baseball. I don't think either of either Lindor or uh, Realmuda will be garnering that kind of money, but Lindor is definitely, I think, could. What do you think about that, guys?
2: Yeah, I I could see it happening. Uh, I think what's really driving it is the star factor. Like you see, like the names like Mike Trout, like he is the best, and like also Harper, but Harper I'd say is like a little notch lower. I wouldn't put him in, like, the top echelon, but he's still got his money because he's a huge star in the game.
1: Yeah, I agree. Also, Chris Bryant, Wilson Contreras, and uh, Tyler Glasnow will be also heading to uh, free agency or could be heading there this offseason. Depending upon what happens. And when I hear all those names, I think they're definitely worth a contract of that magnitude. Maybe not as much, but, like, Tyler Glasnow is a good pitcher, uh, and he's young. Could definitely cost the Rays a little bit. I know they're not—they're not too keen on spending a lot of money um, historically. But Chris Bryant, I know there was a lot of trade speculation with him last year. that the Cubs really aren't uh, willing to pay him. Uh, I mean, you could only hope that he would want to come to Philly. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, considering we don't even want to pay our catcher. Uh, that's a look on the horizon. It's not going to be anything too soon that I think that's going to. But you know. A lot of people were speculating that there would be a lot of uh, loss of money for these superstar players this year, considering the uh, lockdown and the virus and all. I think they're going to be getting paid just as much, I mean, regardless of the situation.
2: Yeah, the, um, uh, the quarantine certainly had effect on everything with the shortened season, but can't forget that these owners have very deep pockets.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, sh- they do, but they don't always like to delve deep into them, as uh, as we've seen here in Philly. I mean, I can't I can't say anything because that hasn't happened yet. We're on the previous side of history. I mean, you hope that they go out and they sign the guys that they need to sign. Until then, we're, we can only hope. Um, I certainly hope JT Romita's a Philly going on next year. And I certainly hope that the Phillies are willing to go in, delve into those pockets again, and get another one of those players. I mean, if they're really building for the future and building for a championship, I think they definitely can afford that.
2: I don't think, they can. Sir, don't think they can afford to let him walk. He's definitely just not. how Harper's been interacting with the media in regards to his contract and saying he wants to see him there for a long time. I think it's going to be a huge blow if they don't let him walk away, not giving him anything.
1: You're going to piss cool.
0: off your superstar. star. Exactly. And
2: yeah. And the fan base.
0: Yeah, it's not All good. Right. It's not good. There's a lot of There's a lot of variables here where if they sign him, Everybody's happy. If they don't sign him, there is a huge hole in your team, and there is a huge division that's probably going to go on with ownership, and the fan base, and obviously like the team. Because Harper's got a lot of pull in that locker room. He's going to probably pull people. Well, I mean, I don't think Harper's going anywhere. Obviously, if they're signing that, but you don't want to piss him off because obviously it seems like he has a lot more say and stuff than I think people give him credit for. Yeah. But how do you guys feel about Betts not getting signed by Boston?
2: Uh, We were kind of mentioned, like, just talking about it a little earlier. I think it was such a stupid move, but, like, by the same token.
0: It would be, like, it's kind of similar to if JT leaves. It's like, why did you let him go? There was really no reason not to
1: sign him. I mean, I I think it's kind of comical. I think it's (laughs) funny. but uh, How stupid can you be to let the second-best player in the sport go to another team and now you don't even get to resign him like
0: oh now you get him now yeah. he's gone now he's gonna stay a dodger for 12 like years. how old is he Twenty seven? so he's har- so he will be there as long as harper yep. yeah pretty much it's a harper co- like these contracts are this is how it's gonna be I think I think harper kind of set the president or president whatever the fuck that the word president is. yeah president he set the president of baseball yeah, yeah I definitely think uh This is going to be a more common trend going forward these monster contracts. And these guys who essentially, like, if I find a place that's, you know, has an upside or is competitive, find a good place to live. Like, who wouldn't want to play 14 straight years in Los Angeles? You get, like, one of the best weather climates to live in. Dodgers seemed like that was the only sport, besides the Lakers, that they really give a shit about in L.A., like, consistently. Oh, yeah, you were there. Lakers are huge. Yeah, yeah, when I was living in LA, they, they like I actually went to this like neat little taco stand that's apparently like an underground taco stand. We can get into this whole fucking like how I was in the black market of tacos for about five minutes.
1: <laughs> but really?
0: uh yeah, but uh it's right next to Dodger Stadium and all the people after the Dodgers game literally just leave the stadium and go to this taco stand. Great tacos, no fucking idea what it was called. It was just this little like table where these guys made tacos for like a dollar a taco and i had like 10 and they were amazing <laughs> oh,
1: what made it black so you know market? What?
0: I know i do like because like i was told by my friend who took me there like you can't tell anyone about this it's a little secret and i was like are these yeah people? meanwhile
1: everybody coming out of the stadiums get like
0: but it's like an it's like it's like <laughs> or, or it was more so like i only take certain people here so feel special and i'm like are these do these tacos have fucking cocaine in them? Like are they are they like are these like drug-infused tacos? What's so special about them? But apparently it's just like, you know, actual people from Mexico came over and <laughs> just made really good tacos. And it's just I was like I really okay. thought there was going to be something else to the tacos. I thought I was getting I thought I was going to start tripping balls like once I bit in, but you know I what, don't know okay.
2: I, Mookie Betts must have uh, got word of that taco stand. Yeah, and no. That's he, why he I,
0: signed. Yeah, no, he probably drugged him. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how he got on that. But, yeah, um, it's the tacos. The tacos, yeah. the tacos are the reason he signed. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, no, I'm just – I think it's, you know, good for him. I guess good for the Dodgers. And the Red Sox are really stupid.
1: It's comical. I mean, and I, I don't want to laugh at it too soon because – Phillies could be in that like you said, the Phillies could be in that same situation coming yeah, up. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna at jinx the same anything here. Or... At the same time, Real is a catcher. It's an important position. But JT Real Muto isn't the second best player in baseball.
0: He's the so, best catcher. He is hands catcher. down the best catcher.
1: He's <laughs> the best catcher.
0: So he's the best at his position, so it's as close as you're gonna get, you're letting essentially one of the faces of the sport leave for a bag of peanuts.
1: If we don't, uh, if we don't get anything return, we're not going to get anything. <laughs> like, if we don't sign them, we're not going to get anything, so no peanuts.
0: Well, did they trade Mookie? Yeah.
1: The, the Red Sox traded. Actually, did get a pretty good stack in return.
0: Is it worth but, um, the second best player of baseball? No. Yeah, They're well, just offloading
1: because they didn't want to pay him. That's nothing ever but, is. He's a general generational talent, but, you know. You, just them you can always get
0: there. one of those every 15 years, but I'm yeah. sure the Red Sox will bang on a couple trash cans or something and one will magically appear.
1: That being <laughs> said. So I just wanted to kind of go into a little bit of the uh, predictions of what's going to happen with each of the divisions this year. Um, obviously, each of the East, Central, and West teams of each uh, league are going to be playing each other. Um, with the uh, abbreviated schedule and all and trying to keep so- some sort of semblance of social distancing before you say anything else i didn't i just actually reminded me is
0: the mlb doing something in or involving like a social distancing type of thing with like the bench because i saw the nba was doing something like that and i, I mean the nhl you
1: can't really Nothing so i on the I think doing. I think the players are. I think they're only allowed to have a certain amount of players in the actual dugout itself. When they're not playing, I think they're expected to kind of be up in the stands a little and bit where, and wear and and have have masks on. They're not it? required on the field. I think they're kind of pushing it in the dugout and whatnot. But mm, I don't think that. it's as uh, poignant considering it's an outdoor most of the time. Well, yeah, unless you're in I, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but oh. even even so, it's a lot bigger than a um, basketball or hockey. Stadium, but so. I mean, I, the
0: ML- NHL is not doing anything. Like the coaches don't have to wear masks or anything. So I noticed that for yeah. the NHL, um, the MLB or the NBA. I just saw because they had like they had the game on today, and I just wanted to see what it looked like in terms of the social distancing and like the no fans. And they have three rows of chairs, and it almost looks like a it almost looks like a set of stands. Where the players sit. So I mean, I didn't think the MLB was because I figured they would have done something by now already. And I, when I was watching the game the other night, they they were all on there, and I saw like Girardi and a couple of the coaches had masks. Gorius who's wearing one for his health purposes,
1: and I I think um I think some of the players are choosing to wear them on the field. Some of them are choosing to wear them. Like uh, Reese Hoskins is putting one on when someone gets on first base. I didn't know that. As far as everything else, I mean, it's an outdoor. Yeah, Um, I don't think it's
0: really going to – yeah, I figured there's enough open space that you're not going to have that problem. (laughs) But, all right, I was
1: just curious if you guys saw anything.
2: I saw they don't have, like, players in the clubhouse. They all have, like, their own suites.
1: Yeah, they kind of remade the suites up in the – upstairs, like, in the stadiums. People would normally be sitting. Players have lockers and stuff up there. It actually looks pretty cool, like, uh, not gonna lie, that would be Wait, really so cool. Wait, so the team
0: doesn't really have, like, a locker room, they all just have their own little stalls? It's,
2: like, two per suite, like, the, uh, box suites? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah they
1: have, there. like, oh, two of okay. room. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty, it looks really cool. So, back to predictions of the, uh, of the league so far. I think that the uh, the West and the East teams are definitely going to have the more difficult part of the schedules because they're going to be playing, I think, better teams. AL Central teams that are going to be in the front, I think, are going to be the White Sox and the uh, Brewers, Reds, and Cardinals. They're all going to be up in there. Oh, yeah, Twins, I guess, too. But they're going to be playing Pirates. Uh, the Cubs are okay. Cardinals, the Reds could be a dark horse team to win that nl central but then on the other side you got to play the tigers the royals the indians are kind of falling off there between the white Sox and the twins in that division i mean that's a lot of easy teams to be playing especially when you're playing the pirates on the other side too as for the nl east and the al east you got two top three teams in the al blue jays and red Sox are going to be meddling but they're not going to be great this year and then on the other side the NL East, uh, you got four contenders, plus the Marlins, who I think are actually going to take a step forward this year, too. You got two of the uh, best divisions in baseball going up against each other. It's going to be a tough schedule for any any of those teams in that that division. Um, definitely think the Yankees come out on top still in the AL. Rays, a close second. Red Sox and Blue Jays, I think, are going to be fighting for those middle spots, and the Orioles are going to be rounding up the bottom. NL East, I think if you go – Either way, whichever team I think starts off hot is going to take it. Obviously, I hope the Phillies are going to – and I think they definitely have a really good shot of making the uh, playoffs this year. But between the Mets, Braves, and Nationals, the Nationals are former World Series – are just coming off a World Series win. The Braves are stacked. Well, they technically uh, are former World Series. You were right. I, yeah, I'm I'm not wrong, but I was just – I'm just trying fine. to <laughs>
0: – I was just trying to uh,
1: prop you up, Jim. Make you. feel <laughs> fresh, fresh off the World Series win. Fresh off the World Series win. That feels like definitely... it was
0: nine years ago.
1: Yeah. yeah, really. I definitely still think that the Braves are the team to beat in this division. But, like I said, the without Sundergaard and Wheeler, the Mets are kind of missing some pieces there. They have Strowman and um, DeGrom, who's a Cy Young candidate every year. Um, I'll def- but, I honestly, I think the Phillies have a really good shot this year. And they do. Uh, they have. They have to have a couple things pan out for them. But if they actually do, like, I'm going to be talking about Vince Velasquez, Spencer Howard, Alec Boehm, and then Zach Wheeler. If the pitching rotation actually shows up this year, imagine how many more games they would have won last year if they actually had decent pitching. Well, that's what Um, I was just about to say, too, with, like, last year. Go ahead, Nick.
2: We pretty much have the same guys, though.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. Last year went probably in some of the, like, worst ways it could have went. So... I mean, you don't want to say it could happen again, but, like, I mean, the luck turns around usually if, like, a team has a really rough season last year in terms of just general bad luck. Usually, well, What happens season, when you have
1: two seasons of that?
0: <laughs> it rhymes with Fabe Bap.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I'm going to talk about I him, too. I don't disagree. with Yeah, you can bring him up in a minute. Um, right. I don't disagree with you, Eric, because, I mean, they definitely have had a stretch of bad luck in both seasons. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily bad luck or bad coaching. Um, but this year, they have completely different coaching. The pitchers seem a lot more confident in what they're hearing from uh, pitching coach Price. And the hitters seem confident, too, from uh, – Except for one of them. Their hitting coach.
0: <laughs> we can talk about him, too. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't
2: know what you're getting at.
0: Oskins. Uh, if you look at okay. his – if you look at the way he's holding the bat. We'll,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll he's, yeah, he's – get
2: there. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> All right. See, let's I'm, I'm astute. Let's, let's not bash anything yet. I'm man. astute. He's tinkering. He's tinkering. All right. That being said, I like, the Braves, they – I think their biggest thing is pitching, but their lineup can wreck anybody in the league and the AL. Um Nationals, they still have that top three uh, guys going. Scherzer, Strasburg, and um, Patrick Morgan. They're a solid top three. And, I mean, beyond that, they have a couple ifs. Uh, Their bullpen still isn't the strongest. I mean, it showed up last year a little bit, but still nothing to write home about. Braves, they made a couple big uh, improvements to their bullpen the Marlins made a couple improvements to their whole team. Um, the Mets, they should have had a good bullpen last year, but uh, all the guys at the top there kind of fell apart. Uh, they were the Mets. Yeah, they were the Mets. Um, and without Cindergaard there, they don't have that second player. And then Wheeler's gone there too, so that's a third option. There's there's a lot of room for uh, – Where'd Cindergaard go? He got injured. Yeah. Oh, so he's still – all right, he's still a Met. Yeah.
0: Right. Wasn't it, he? But but he
1: was. He literally was. I, I thought he got traded because I remember last season that was the big thing. They were looking and they were exploring it because the Mets again were the Mets are. A such mess a every every year. They're <laughs> such a confusing organization. They're constantly being threatened of uh, being bought out by someone else. <laughs> they're constantly hiring, firing, going through all their coaches and. Uh, upper staff management. But
2: who are they talking about now? Is it A Rod that's going to be buying them? I
1: think it was A Rod and J Lo. Yeah. There's always something in the news, like oh, the Mets are doing this, and then you're just shaking your head. But then there's also the, they they beat the Phillies out in the standings last year, so they're not a team that can't win. I think so they're I the def- biggest.
2: I think they're the biggest question mark in this division. Definitely, yeah. that's how they bounce well, like, back from my season.
1: Like, I know how the Marlins are going to pan out this year. Like, I feel like they're definitely going to be – I think they're going to be solid. I think they're at least going to go 500 in I, these games.
2: I don't have that faith in them.
1: But, you uh, see who
2: they're going up against?
1: Well, then again, so is everybody else. I think that the Marlins added enough talent to be actually halfway in the mix this year, in my opinion. But, I mean, I could definitely be wrong as well. So I just I def- think
2: it's too much for two stacked divisions to go up against like that.
1: Yeah. You hope you hope that they're the bottom dwellers, because I definitely don't yeah. want to see them taking anything from the Phillies here. But definitely think the Braves are gonna be the team to beat this year. I mean I, I think just think they have so much talent on both sides. Then when the I was Nationals, talking about Jones. the worst
0: case scenario here, Jim. Yeah. It was the Marlins beating out the <laughs> Phillies. <laughs> I mean that
1: is worst case scenario. Um Pretty That's that's implode the team and move. I don't know about that. That's not I'm just trying to It's happened you. before. Philly's probably around third place. Uh, if I'm being realistic. If I'm being hopeful, I'm being I'm saying first place. Screw the rest of the division and we're go, we're moving on.
2: I think um, they have a really good shot at first, but they yeah, they just do. Braves have a lot more answered than we do right now. Like, Braves, I, Nats I think and Phils they're... are
0: probably gonna be duking it out towards at least from beginning to middle of the season and then one of those teams will probably pull
1: away. I think between the top four teams, it's going to be a three-game difference between the
0: top even. And four. Wait, the top four you said?
1: Yeah. Like like gonna, in the in the
0: league or in the division? In the division. Division. Who's the fourth team? The
1: Mets. Mets. Mets.
0: Oh, because the Mets are always kind of there, and then they just explode mm-hmm. at the end. So well, you're let's right.
1: not let's not forget. Like the Mets were in a World Series like five years ago.
2: More recent than us.
1: Yeah. Were they? So yeah.
0: Wait, which one? They lost,
1: but. Um, Dude, how
0: am I not? How am I not putting? Oh.
1: It was the. um the It was the Royals. Yeah. It was the Royals and the Royals won? Thank God. How but did
0: the Mets <laughs> fucking make it? They
1: had they had a good team that year. Robinson and Cano was just out of the Yankees. Oh shit!
2: Cano was on that team.
1: I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. I don't
2: think so, cause
0: I. He went from the Yankees to the Mariners. No, nah, he wasn't on the team. No, there. that's Can that, that's Kansas City. Uh, yeah, he yeah. was on the team.
1: Yep. They had a pretty pretty decent lineup that year.
0: Uh, All right, yeah. moving on, yeah, moving it, on to it, the it,
1: Central. They did have a pretty decent lineup. Now I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, David Wright. <laughs> yep. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, NL Central. Uh, looking at the Brewers, Reds, and Cardinals. The Reds, I think, made a lot of a lot of additions and a lot of. Um, to me, they have the highest ceiling because not too long ago they were the youngest team in base. Like probably two years ago, I think they were the youngest team in baseball. All those guys are coming up. All those guys are ready to play. They have a lot of young talent on that team, and um, they added a lot of pieces, like Mike Moustakas, who I raved for the Phillies to get over the off season, but they did not. Jack Walls. Stop. <laughs>
0: Sometime in the future, my man will come back for a reunion tour. Why? I don't know. He'll want to prove to you that he's fucking one of the best players to ever step on the diamond. I wouldn't say that.
1: Between Luis Castillo, uh, Amir Garrett, Sonny Gray, who was a solid ad for them, as well as uh, Trevor Bauer. They have a lot of talent on that team as well. Moving on, I still think that the Brewers kind of win that division.
2: What NL Central? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Cardinals finished ninety-one wins. Two oh, they were.
1: From. They were first. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, shit! Oh, I guess the Cardinals are in the mix. Um. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Um,
0: it's a Pirates here. All they knew was a little Toronto touch.
2: Was it the governor denied the Blue Jays from playing? In, uh,
0: wait, he first? wait they denied it.
2: Yeah, they said no. Pittsburgh was the leading candidate to host the Blue Jays because oh. uh, they're not allowed to bring in any. No one from America like, can come in and play the games there, so Blue Jays had to play in America. And the Pirates were. I guess Pittsburgh was the. The state of
0: Pennsylvania won't allow the. It was the Department of Health. Failed Department said of no. Health,
2: yeah. But they were the front runners to host uh, the Blue Jay season.
1: I mean, they're right there. Yeah. All right, so in in that case, I think the Cardinals probably repeat on that. The Brewers and Reds duking it out for second place. Cubs, then Pirates in the last place there. Um, moving on over to the Americans essentially, Central, you got the Tigers, White Sox, Royals, and Twins. Twins um, definitely, probably the team to beat in that division. White Sox, I which at whatever team needs to win a World Series right now. Needs to win it soon before the White Sox take over because they are loaded with talent from top to bottom, start to finish. They have pitchers. They have fielders. They have hitters. They
2: have one of the best catchers in the game.
1: They have one of the best catchers in the game. Not the best, though.
2: Not the best. One of
1: them. They're just loaded with talent. They don't have a weak in their uh, uh, development system right now, they have Tim Anderson at shortstop, who I'm a big fan of. He's a, I, he, I think he has a lot of just energy and a lot of fun happening out in the field. Yoan Mancada, great second baseman. Nomar Marzara, solid defensive outfielder or solid player in the outfield. Dallas Keichel, who Phillies I think should have had. Um, Eloy Jimenez, Yasmani Grandal. Jose Abreu at first, that was a, that guy was a steal. Like he just came out of nowhere at the age of thirty and was just a force in the middle of that lineup. Uh, Lucas Giolito had a, an amazing year last year. Um,
2: He's a top pitching prospect, wasn't he?
1: Lucas Giolito, yes, he was, yeah. and he kind of pulled into it uh, last year. Um, Jace Fry, I'm a fan of him out of the bullpen. Alex colomb. Oh, Carlos Rodon was a solid pitcher last year as well. Um, they just have a lot of talent everywhere that I look here. Who opted out? Jeez. Uh,
2: Michael Kopech.
1: Yeah, Kopech. He's going to be an ace, and he's going to be a guy in the MLB that they're going to be talking about for years. I think he's got a. Lo- I think he has some of the most talent of any pitcher in baseball right now.
2: Doesn't help him this year.
1: No, and I I don't blame him for taking the year off because I mean I. You don't want this to be a – get sick and have it be a serious issue for the rest of your life. So definitely t- between the Twins and the White Sox to win this division, probably leaning towards the Twins just because they've been there and they have that experience. White Sox not so much. They have a lot of young talent. But whichever team needs to win a World Series, better win it as soon as possible. Because when those White Sox actually hit hit the ground running, they're not going to stop for at least five years.
2: I do think this could be the White Sox year, though. There yeah. They just they're bursting with talent. It's it's bound to happen.
1: Who's their bet who's their one prospect that they're talking about? Luis Robert? Yeah, that's who it is. He's got power. He's fast. He's a solid solid player. I mean, they're they're just ready to they're ready to come out and be the team that takes over for a couple of years. I mean, I don't want to be the one that has to face them in the playoffs because they're they're gonna be a solid team for a long time. Uh Tigers probably gonna be the worst team in the in baseball, uh, behind maybe, maybe between them and the Orioles, I think the Orioles definitely. I think the Orioles have more talent than the Tigers do. Personally, Tigers have a lot of guys in their farm system, but no one ready to go, in my opinion. Um, Indians are on their decay tour, kind of just falling apart. Guys rebuild, are leaving. Eventually, getting to a rebuild. Man. Yeah, the Royals, they have talent, but nothing to go anywhere with. Did the the Indians
0: win a World Series in the past? I know that they lost the one, but did they win another one? Nope. They they didn't. It was the the one against the Cubs, right?
1: Because they lost to the Cubs, yes. Yeah. I was was rooting for either one in that game. No, yeah, um, but I'm glad. I'm
0: honestly glad the Cubs won. That was just a good storyline.
1: To reiterate, I'm thinking White Sox twins, Indians, Royals, Tigers. How about you guys? What do you think, Nick?
2: Uh, I'd say this division, either this or the NL Central is most wide open, but they're all kind of right there.
1: But
0: mm-hmm. I do
2: think it's gonna be Twins or White Sox.
0: What were they, you said? You said you had the White Sox in first, or you had the uh, in the, or the um, Twins in first. Twins.
1: I'm. Twins. I'm. I think I'm kind of like a coin toss there. I mean, I think the White Sox definitely have the talent to do it. I just don't think they have the experience to. I think. Tw- I mean. I think that tw- I honestly I would probably if I was if I was going to place a bet I would probably go with the
0: Twins just as a safe pick. But I think the White Sox could come out of the gate relatively hot. My
2: gut's saying White Sox. I think they just they got the talent to do it.
1: I think you're probably right, but I'm going to yeah. say Twins as well. We'll, we'll have to revisit it in a little bit and see who's uh who's winning that one. In about uh, sixty days, we'll figure it out. Um, yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> AL West uh, between the Athletics, the Astros, the Angels, Mariners, and Rangers. I think that this is also going to be a stacked division between the Athletics, Astros, and Angels. Angels added some guys that's offseason. Astros, uh, Angels, their pitching kind of worries me. I feel like that's where they kind of fall apart. But Astros, still the same team. Athletics. Minus minus a trash can. Yeah, minus a trash can. Although you never know, there's gonna be. Oh, they can't hide it from crowd noise now. shit so. yeah, dude, you're gonna you hear if you hear a <laughs> if you hear a you gong imagine? in the middle of the game, you're gonna be like, "Who was oh that? It was
0: the cardboard cutout. Get him!"
1: Although a lot of Astros might be hitting the DL as soon as the season starts. Um, uh, some uh, meatballs coming at them. Uh, athletics, I think, have a lot of talent. Between the Angels and the Athletics, I feel like there's kind of a coin toss there. I think Astros still take this division. I mean, Billy Bean. We'll figure it out if uh, their cheating escapades really were the reason why they were there, but still a solid team at the moment. You're rooting, um, for, the, you're rooting for the A's like me, Jim. I I like the Athletics. I'm kind of hoping Mike Trout gets to do something. To
0: I, I'd Mike be Trout okay in the playoffs. with playoffs.
1: I'd be okay with the Angels. This is probably a really good chance to get him in
0: the playoffs. So, I would really like – I'd like to see what he could do in the playoffs. I mean, you know he's going to bring it. So, Yeah. he can't go to Eagles games.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Between the Mariners and Rangers, I feel like the Rangers are the better out of the two. I would probably go with the Rangers. Astros, A's, Angels, Rangers, Mariners.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would probably – I would probably – I'd like the A's, but I'd probably flip the Angels and the Athletics.
1: The Rangers are going to be moving into a brand-new stadium with no one to cheer them on, which kind of sucks. But you know what? Yeah, Not that, really, that's, but that's, it's happening now. Yeah. Lastly, we have the NLS Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Padres, and Giants. I mean, obviously, we're going to the Dodgers in first. I mean, that's – Yes, I'm putting them obviously, in
0: first. Obviously, Gabe yeah. can-
2: and the giants
0: oh you're right actually no wait 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 one second
1: (laughs) changes my phone is ringing can we talk about him after we do our next cut
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) i should have saved him for the transition
1: damn it all right keep going there um obviously dodgers i think are definitely going to be the powerhouse in that division um you never know i mean between any of the things that if they get off to a slow start they might get screwed over with this. I mean, and the thing about this season is that it is it really is wide it open. It doesn't matter it's how
0: different. talented you are, it matters about the first 10 games. That's really where it's going to that's really what's going to set the tone for the season. Yeah,
2: that's if you tough. get off to a slow start, it's going to be really yeah. have a lot to get yeah. you back up there. Unless it's your division's
0: out. relatively close, but I mean, some of these divisions the first Ten to fifteen games, it's going to pretty much be decided,
1: probably. Like, not not mathematically, but definitely it's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, no, but that's what
2: makes this season really interesting. It's in the past, the MLB has always been a marathon, but this year it's more of a sprint.
0: Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. it's that's that's the best part about it. It's going to honestly, it's making me the most excited to watch baseball this year than I probably ever have been because I'm going to be able, like, every day you're going to essentially be looking at the playoff race, like, like. That's the best part about it.
2: Yeah, I do think uh, MLB will benefit from a shorter schedule.
0: And then ever and then you know what's gonna happen if like say this all kinda turns over next season and everything starts to kinda get back to normal. If it god forbid that's optimistic. But like then everyone will be like, dude, I liked it better when there wasn't a million games in a season. Well,
2: even before everything that happened, there were still, there were talks about shortening the season.
0: They, yeah, but this is, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to be like 60 games, but I mean, I could no. see them come into like a middle ground of like 125 or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, they play 162. I could see them in the very near future cutting it down to like 120.
0: Yeah, somewhere around there, just because, you know. But all right, let's, uh, Jump back to your, prescri- your prescriptions real quick,
1: Jim. <laughs> um, you did so well in the last podcast with uh, all of the uh, geography and the math. and. Yeah,
0: dude, I'm having a little bit of a stroke tonight. That's no,
1: okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so, obviously, I think the Dodgers are going to run the table in this division. Um, Not going to be – I mean, anything can happen, like I said. Diamondbacks is, yeah. and Padres probably 2-3 there. Probably neck and neck, you think? So, if, yeah. you,
2: if not the Dodgers, who do you think would take the division?
0: The Giants.
1: God, <laughs> I'm honestly kind of leaning towards the Diamondbacks or the Padres.
2: I would go with the Padres. I just, they were really good last year. Um, they got a lot of talent on the team.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're definitely a solid squad last year. I think the Diamondbacks were better than them, though. Like, I just feel like they have a lot more – guys on the on that team that just kind of round them out a little bit. I mean, the Padres did kind of lose uh, Tatis Jr. for most of the season last year. Um, and I think he's going to be a superstar. Oh, yeah, um, he's a star. Manny Machado had kind of an off year as well. Um, I'm just saying he, he did worse than Harper. So, I mean, he kind of made the right choice. But, well, I mean, he went the – San Diego though. I
0: mean like I I know but it yeah. was just like it was like Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and then like Harper. laid but, back you know yeah yeah just kind of like I mean good for him I mean he didn't want to sound sound like he wanted to go to a big market
1: West Coast baseball the only team that really gets coverage out there is the Dodgers and the Giants yeah I mean the Giants um, are gonna win the World Series this year because <clears a special throat> someone but sure if that happens I'll eat my shorts Or for this division, I feel like the Rockies are also kind of in the mix. I feel like they're kind of a four team, really. Dodgers and then it's a three team race for the next. So you think that? So you think Giants are gonna be really bad? Yeah, they're they're openly rebuilding. So. Oh
0: okay, yeah, makes
1: sense. (laughs) Yeah, so between the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Rockies, and Padres, I think it's gonna be Dodgers and then one of those three teams coming in second. Cool.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I agree. I mean, the... I just I just don't see – I don't see a world, really. Like, yeah, it's really open, but I don't see the Dodgers not taking it. I mean, after, like, they got the Mookie signing yeah. and everything, and he's probably going to just be a huge for the team this year, especially in the shortened season. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. see them – I, don't, I see them being, honestly, probably a contender. They're a contender. I mean, it's not like – I mean, it's an open season, but you're going to see the Dodgers' name towards the end of the season being the team that everyone's like, "I can see the Dodgers winning." So I mean, they're
1: already saying it. So
0: I, well, I'm saying it.
1: <laughs> you
0: heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Eric's hot take of the week: the
1: Dodgers are going places. But yes, yeah,
0: so that's your division, or that's your division predictions,
1: right? Yep, that'll be that'll be that when we come back from our break here. We'll go into a little bit of the uh, Philadelphia Phillies and what's going to happen with them coming forward. Welcome back for the break. For you guys, it'll be like two seconds because we don't actually have any ads to run or anything here. We just needed to stop because Zoom doesn't allow us to record for er, longer than 40 minutes. Because we don't have any ads to read because we don't get paid, so
0: we can't afford to pay Zoom.
2: (laughs) Don't get paid yet. Give us an
0: ad to read.
2: Okay. Or just send us anything. We'll shout you out.
0: Or yeah, send us money. Exactly. We don't have to, you know, that. I like... do have a Patreon, <laughs> but
1: I don't really want to set any of that up yet. I don't know any of the logistics of that. But regardless, um, back to some of the news. I know Eric wanted to bring up some uh, unfortunate. We had to listen to some Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> news, but... Um... Well, this is about... It's about good things. <sighs> but I just hate talking about Gabe. <laughs> yeah, like, why couldn't it have been, like, anybody else? <laughs> Welcome to Gabe Kaplar News.
2: Not over the relationship, yet.
1: No. No. It was a really shitty breakup.
2: But well, we found someone better.
1: We did. I'm happy about that. I just hate talking about my ex, you know. I don't really like, know. If I love any... Girardi
0: so much. I don't know I do. if there's anyone better. I honestly than Gabe Kapler.
1: Okay I'll <laughs> yeah, uh, two, I I'll run through five walls. Probably more for Joe Girardi. Dude,
2: I the more interest I hear from him and how he talks about the team, just the more pumped
0: I get for his season.
1: Like I hated him when he was a Yankee. But, like, now I'm like, this guy's
0: great. I mean, that's how it was with, nah, you never mind. It's, it's the Phillies podcast. I won't bring up the Flyers, even though that's my prerogative. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but before we talk about Girardi, we should talk about our former manager, Gabe Kepler. Eric, I heard you have news for us.
0: Yes, sir. Okay, I don't know if you guys saw, but there's been a lot of crazy shit going on in the world recently. Yes, there has. Uh, I've heard about it. And people have been wondering, you know, are the MLB going to, you know, do anything to take a stance to be a little bit, you know, to use their platform? And I didn't expect it to be him, but Gabe Kapler and the entire San Francisco Giants team decided to take a kneel during the anthem, which, if you know anything about the baseball fan base, they are a lot more older old and old-fashioned and it didn't go over well <laughs> how do you guys feel mm-hmm. i mean i'm assuming we are all on the same they same platform and same you know stance here but figured we'd talk about it because it's a, obviously it's a big story in the game of baseball so
1: i'm cool for i'm cool with it i'll say it on the pod black lives matter if you don't think that of get course. out of here
0: yeah, I know. Like well, obviously we don't really get jump into politics as much on this podcast, but we're all pretty much, you know, believe in the same things and we we want yeah. nothing but the best for the world and we we believe in equality and, you know, as 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 funny as it is to shit on Gabe, Gabe Kaplan and stuff, I'm actually like I got a lot of respect for him to do something like this and to go I out mean, there during his pl- during the anthem with his players and, you know, that's all that's a pretty that's a really, res, you know, respectful thing to
1: do and good for him. I mean, he's I, also got the uh, first uh, female coach, first base coach. Yeah, Jim. You know, you history. shit, on, you shit on G. Yeah. Kapler. I've always
0: been, you know, I've been a fan, and it just seems like you're a bad person.
1: I don't love Gabe Kapler. I, I mean, I think he's got some good ideas. I think he's making. I think you he know has what? a good heart. He's moving forward and being proactive. I think he has. A, I thing. think
0: he has a good heart.
1: I think so too. So, with that all being said, uh, I, I the think the uh, Caplers be- Ka- are tired for
0: a little bit. All right, I'm cool with that. Until next week. All right, back to the Phillies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Phillies will be playing baseball starting Friday, and it is a joyous time for me in my life. I'm sure it is for you guys. 7:05, maybe. So, That's my Friday night, dude. I'm gonna pour pour a glass of whiskey. And I'm gonna sit down.
0: And I'm gonna watch it. I would ask to watch it with you guys, but you know there's a pandemic. But maybe we could we could Facetime and watch <clears throat> it. And pretend we're hanging out.
1: I'm gonna be up in the coals, but I'll be watching it
0: on my phone. All right. Diligently. Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Jim. All right, you're not invited anymore. I'll watch game two with you. How about? No, that? you know what? You're not watching game two. With me. You have this is a one game invitation. <laughs> you're uninvited. God, you, damn. Can't, you can't you can't sit with it. us. Okay. <laughs> All right. I won't. You um, can't sit with us. The, the game
1: Philly... field is going
2: to be uh July 25th. It's Christmas in July.
1: Yeah, it is. Are they playing? On out there? Are they playing? They yep. Okay. They're playing two games in a row. All right, good. I I are, they doing,
2: are they essentially doing 60-strike games? Uh, They have
1: so some breaks, right?
2: So they play eight straight days, and then next Saturday they have their first day off.
1: Mm, okay. That's okay. I mean, that's not that's not out. Considering last year they had to go like 17 straight. At one yeah, point. they
2: always do ridiculous stuff.
1: Dude, the, the entire like July through August, I think, was just
0: is is Wheeler playing? like is he pitching Saturday because it has him listed. He's
2: listed, yeah, I mean... but he's like his wife's expecting. So as soon as that baby comes, he's gone. Oh, okay, yeah. all right.
1: Yeah, and I think like we'll get we'll get into that in a second, but um. Phillies played the Nationals, Orioles, and Yankees over the uh, the weekend. Um, had some uh, scrimmage games. The Phillies played the Nationals and absolutely beat up on Max Scherzer. On uh, wallop Scherzer. That. It was a beautiful sight to see. I I don't think that's going to translate over the season, but I mean, it could. It could we could have gotten in his head a little bit? You know, Bryce Harper gave him that a uh, little bat flip, kind of stare down. That whole um,
2: thing was a thing of beauty.
1: It really was, and then Gregorius hit hit one too. Nola looked solid, and he's prepped for a game one start against the Marlins, and I think that's going to be a really good game from him. I'm looking forward to seeing him go. Um, I think he's ready. He's got his. I think this is his third straight opening day start. Um, don't have to worry about uh, Gabe Kepler pulling him. I know we're back to Gabe, but uh, pulling him if he's doing solid. Um, Uh, Zach Wheeler is still slated to go game two Um, Obviously could be leaving uh, With his wife being pregnant and all Phillies also played the Orioles That's a game we're going to forget about Um, And then they played the Yankees And actually kind of held their own And uh, another guy, Vince Velasquez Who we talked about last week as well Has really started to show he can can pitch And he played against the full length full Yankees lineup. Like it wasn't like their secondary guys. It was the Yankees. And he struck out six and five, allowing one home run on a fourth out. So do with that what you will. It was probably the worst pitch he threw all game. And it was to Aaron Judge. So
2: Judge can take just about anyone deep.
1: Honestly, I'm surprised that he took it deep because it was an outside pitch. Like I like I really did not think that I mean, he's got a crazy arm
2: strength, arm,
1: yeah, arm width and strength. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's not crazy that he did it, but like, it's just something you don't expect to see because it was like on the outside part of the plate. Um
2: it's, uh, it's really one of those it. that not everyone will hit out,
1: yeah. So it, it's a freak thing, and he looked absolutely solid. And if he is able to trans- translate this into the regular season here, can we even call it a regular season this year? The irregular it's season. it's completely irregular. I get it. Ha. <laughs> huh. um, no, but I, uh,
0: dude, I mean, this is essentially, it's gonna be, it's like, it's crunch time.
1: Yeah.
0: It's yeah. like you're eliminating all the, the, uh, filler part of the season. You're just getting to the, <laughs> the down to the good part. The nitty like, gritty? I was gonna I say, gonna I, be, I was uh, gonna say it, but I didn't wanna.
2: We're still gonna be in for those pivetta starts, though.
1: Yeah, he showed a little bit of promise in the inner squad games that he had. Um, still not wowing anybody, but Velasquez adding that cutter and that changeup, it looks so much better to watch than previous years. Because really, up until now, he's been getting by on like one or two pitches, and then any off speeds, any off speed stuff just did not have any break or any power behind it. It was just getting it over the plate and letting pitchers tee off on it now that he has something that he can throw in the mix there I mean his fastball is a solid pitch but when you're expecting it every time it's not really that confusing to her. so adding in these other pitches is really something that I think Velasquez is going to benefit from and uh, Brian Price has definitely had a good influence on Vince Velasquez and hopefully it translates to other pitchers as well. Zach Eflin uh, had had kind of a delayed start to his uh, like late training here. Um, Not sure if he's going to be 100% ready to uh, begin the season out. Dude, every
0: time you say Zach Eflin, I think you're going to say Zach Efron. And I'm like, when did the (laughs) Phillies fucking sign him?
1: (laughs) According to – Fransky. Uh Zach Eflin is apparently the nicest major league baseball player he's ever talked to, so. When I, I mean, hear that, I'm always like, are the other guys not nice? And it's just like. Well, like, it's like he's met so many players, and Zach Eflin's, like, the nicest person, <laughs> so. Can you... Rooting for him, man.
0: I mean, I like Zach Eflin.
1: I do, too. He's consistent.
0: Yeah. I, he's consistent. He's a solid, he's a solid, like, Middle piece to have in the pitching rotation. He's not. I he's put not... him end
1: of the rotation. If like we're actually talking about good rotations, but like definitely like he's a solid fifth starter. If he's gonna be your fifth starter, then that's a really good rotation. And even and honestly, he could
0: probably slide into a. He could probably be like, four like a four or five. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But like you have hit like Nola. Have you have Nola? You have Wheeler. You hope Arietta maybe can have a little <laughs> bit of a bounce back in terms of consistency, and then you have like Eflin and Velasquez. I mean, that's a pretty fucking good – that's a good rotation if all things go well. Mm-hmm. I mean
2: If Ethlin's well, on his game and he's got the consistency and he doesn't fall apart like he did last year, I see him as a solid number three.
1: Well, the thing is, like, he throws strikes. He's a consistent th- strike thrower. And the last, last couple of years, the pitching coaches have been trying to get players to pitch up in the zone. Zach Eflin and Jake Arrieta and Velasquez should not be throwing the ball up on the zone because they don't have a lot of movement on their pitches so it's going to be a lot easier for hitters to eye up and that's where I think they've been wrong Eflin went away from this last year for a little bit and actually ended up having a solid couple starts um, I remember
2: that he ditched the uh, pitching coach
1: yeah, which I think a lot of players should have but I think like having that like lack of feedback definitely hurt him and that's why he kind of imploded towards the end of the season he also was hurt a little bit, too, so it was Damn. it was off and on. But um, I mean, like, that
0: was just last year in general, dude, like in terms of injuries. Yeah. Like, a lot of players couldn't really progress because they didn't really have a chance because they were in and out of the lineup so much.
1: Zach Eflin is also really young, too. I think he's like 24, 25. So he's 26. He's, he's 26. But that's I mean, still that's me. still that's really still, young, and he's yeah. got a lot of, lot of room to grow. He's Every not- time I play the show – and simulate season. He's got a season. It's him and Pavetta. ERA. He's got a sub-3 ERA. So. How's my boy Pavetta? Pavetta sucks. You probably traded <laughs> him, didn't you? Yeah, usually. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> no, Efl- like, Eflin is one of those guys that sims out to be a a better than a five starter. Like. I don't hear bad things about Eflin
0: ever. Like, you never hear bad things. You just I hear what you're saying right now from a lot of people. That like, if I'm ever reading about him, it's just he's got a lot of potential to grow up. Like, he's just
1: got, like – He doesn't have overwhelming stuff, but it's consistent stuff. And like, he, he, he has – if have... he can
0: hone it, he can be a really good – he can be a good pitcher in the league. I don't want to say really
1: good, but he could be a good, good corner he's piece. He's a good pitcher. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: I enjoy him. I think he's one of the better players that the Phillies got in all those trades. And if he's the saving grace for uh,
2: Eflin and uh, Tommy Wendell for Rollins,
1: yeah, okay. I mean, if if we got Zach Eflin for Jimmy Rollins, I'm okay with it, especially at the end of his career. Um,
2: I'm I'm always gonna be an Eflin guy. My coworkers friends with him, so oh
1: yeah, I like I I love Eflin. I think he doesn't. I, I think he didn't get enough go time the last couple years. I mean, I've always been a fan of him. I think he's got good body frame for pitching. I think he's got a lot of, like, I just like the way he pitches. I don't think it's, I don't think he over, he tries too much. I don't think he tries too little. I think he's right in the middle there where it's good amount of effort and he's getting strikes over. And that's what I like to see out of pitchers. Spencer Howard, Alec Boehm will not be joining the team right out of training camp here. It's probably going to be the seven games until they come back up um, just to get that extra year of service time. And it sucks. That's what From an organizational standpoint, how can you not do that? You get another year out of potentially two franchise changing prospects. So uh, it's, it sucks that it has to happen, but considering it's only seven games compared to like what 30 or 40 in the beginning of the season.
2: It's interesting that they didn't do what they did with Kingery and sign his extension before they called him up.
1: I mean, it's not interesting to me because I don't think John Milton's in the spending mood right now. So <laughs> um,
0: Which I don't understand, considering he's got fucking dollar bills coming out of
1: his ass. Considering he already made an invest- investment last year in three players that are going to be hopefully part of the team for a long time, but... If he's not willing to dole out anything else, put the team over the top, then it doesn't make
0: sense. You don't invest that, in things can't stop. You, you don't invest in things that aren't gonna that are uh, you're just basically gonna it's like dipping your foot in the pool like you're like, ah, it's fun to spend money, but what the hell's the point if you're not gonna' it's just spend all the money like you I, just what happened to stupid money <laughs> It got smart
1: apparently. <laughs> Quote unquote. Um, I think.
0: I mean, the smart thing was spending that
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but the diff- I think the difference between Scott Kingery and them is that Scott Kingery is probably the best piece that the Phillies have brought up in a long time. And now that you're talking about two of them at the same time, I don't think he's willing to spend it right away. I love King- Kingery, kind of man. Wants- I think he wants to see kind of return on it before he see before he. Uh, Signs him because, not to Kingery's fault, but he did. It took him a little bit to get adjusted, and I don't think he wants to spend money on unproven talent anymore, which is unfortunate. But what's going to happen is he's going to. I think he's going to prove himself this year. I
0: mean, he's Kingery.
1: definitely will. I think he will too because he came into spring training or spring training, jacked out of his mind. He looks like he's dude for him to be in a position. He's going to be in a position that he's comfortable.
0: Yeah, for, and for Not him to go through play. COVID and look the same and look like he's better than ever, Yeah, like, I mean, it's just, he's he's basically battled. He's battled it all right now, so he's
1: ready to go. Defensively, he's a, a great player. Like, I don't think we realized how good he is at defense, but, like, he played every position that he played last year at a plus, plus defensive category, and he's – already way better at second base than any of those positions. So it's like he's going to be great there. He's got a shortstop or third baseman arm at second base. So he's going to make those uh, double plays every time. He's accurate and he's just, I think he's going to bring some pop this year. I I think he's going to come in and wreck this league. I'm excited for it because I missed having a second baseman I can root for. <laughs> <laughs> um, that all being said, let's kind of go towards. Um,
0: Speaking of second baseman, are you going to wait? Are, are you going to talk about? Are we still going it more in depth in the roster? Or are we. I
1: was about to go towards roster here. Oh, I was bit. just
0: gonna. I thought you were gonna bring up the Segura thing.
1: He's not a second baseman. I. Uh, he was. <laughs> no, he's a shortstop last year, dude.
0: He Wasn't shortstop last year? Weren't they? Yeah,
1: he's, a, he's a shortstop.
0: Weren't they? Didn't they keep throwing him around though? They were yeah, They, knew, they about, knew he was going to be third. They did talk about uh,
2: flipping him and King
0: Ruth. Yeah, but oh uh, well. It, I was, you know, I was, sense. I was just referencing, a, you know, a story, Jim. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alrighty then. That, that, um, <laughs>
0: Well, um, all right. Well, let's talk about the roster then. doesn't seem like you're keen to talk about (laughs) Segura.
1: I mean, he's, he's fine.
0: I mean, I got hit
1: in the game the other day, but he's good. Um, Yeah. That was all we were.
0: That was, I just wanted to get out of the way so we could just delve into the roster to finish the episode.
1: The. Okay. So the roster they have currently does not show any really many of the uh, bullpen pitchers. Um, at the moment, they have Jose Alvarez, Jake Arrieta, Zach Eflin, Daolis Guerrera, Adam Morgan, Aaron Nola, Nick Pavetta, Vince Velasquez, and Zach Wheeler out of the pitchers. Um, that's going to be changing very soon, I believe. I don't think they're going to go in with that. I mean, is Hector? do we know if Hector Neris is ready to go?
0: i I haven't i haven't heard anything about him
1: i I think he had covid or was exposed to it so he had his start a little bit late but um there i think they're gonna be fine coming out of the bullpen i would love to see um ranger suarez hop in there a little bit um i'm sure he's gonna be added soon i don't like I said, this probably isn't their final roster. But uh, catchers, we're looking at Andrew Knapp and J.T. Romuto. They're going to have other guys in there. Um, Grion, um probably going to be that third catcher, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Infielders, th- seriously, what the hell is up with this roster?
0: <laughs> Maybe so, we shouldn't
1: go over the roster. <laughs> yeah, I'm not liking this right now. Yeah, I'm maybe we should list. maybe
0: we should hold off till next episode and go into like what the roster is. I mean, how many games will that be when we record next? Three or four. I think so. Five. The
2: roster gets finalized at noon tomorrow, okay. so definitely not for sure. Yeah. Uh, we know then, but... we know the starting infield. That's yeah, gonna yeah.
1: Be, it's gonna, gonna be Husky- Reese. Yeah, yeah go Around ahead. Around the ahead, it's
2: back. Hoskins, Kingery, uh, Didi, and Segura. Uh, we'll have J. Bruce DHing, and in terms essentially ut-
1: Boehm in a couple of weeks too. Yeah, or in a week.
2: Um, and then in utility we have uh, Phil Goslin and Neil Walker. Neil Walker is definitely in. I think actually Josh Harrison just leaving. I think secured a Goslin spot.
1: Yeah, I I love Goslin. Uh, he's a local local guy. Oh, that's that's the guy who's from who's from Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And he you know when he came up last year he was a solid replacement for um, I liked him dude when I some of the stuff i in. saw
0: he was he was fun to watch
1: yeah um good guy
0: too we um, have uh we can you know your starting catcher will be Andrew Knapp, backed up by that scrub j t Romudo. right yeah why why would anybody <laughs> pay that guy
1: you know? <laughs> uh, uh, who wants to take the outfield here I can take the outfield go ahead. May.
2: Going from uh, left to right, we've got uh, McCutcheon back from uh, his injury last year. He's expected to start the um, Center field will be splitting time between Roman Quinn, Adam Hasley, and, of course, Bryce Harper and Wright. Um, Woo.
0: Outfielders that – Wait, was Roman Quinn – did he come back in the last game? Or was he all right? He didn't leave. He stayed in. He
1: stayed in? He okay. Yeah, after being hit, hit in weird. the back
2: from the pickoff. Uh,
1: yeah, he's good though. Yes. Finally, Roman Quinn can start a season. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, wait, he God knows.
0: He could like slip on a fucking cube of ice tomorrow. Yeah, there's still two days. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. The other day you said the thing during our Flyers podcast, you know, Carter Hart'll be alright day later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so shut the fuck up, Jim. <laughs> he's fine. Our whole
2: season is on Roman Quinn. Yo,
0: Bryce Harper's gonna be all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um But and then obviously catching will be Andrew Knapp at starting. <laughs> All right, it'll be JT Bermuda, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm cool with that.
0: And so we should really. So the thing we got to hold off on when with is just uh pitching.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. we know what the rotations going to look like it's just bullpen, which can yeah. go a lot of different ways cuz there's a lot of different guys that have actually shown some potential but I mean Adam yeah, Mor- Adam Morgan's definitely going to
0: I mean he'll be a he'll be in there I mean yeah. I don't see like he's he's going to be well, Everybody
1: somewhere. there is there like they're on the roster
0: Yeah oh so the roster's oh okay
1: those this, guys that are there are on the roster. It's so just, what's the final
0: so is tomorrow just the finalized roster like they could if they wanted to tweak something they have the ability to?
1: Yeah, I think they were just waiting for Kingery cuz they weren't necessarily 100% sure that he was ready to go, but um okay.
0: How does that work then? Do they do, do they have the ability to if like Kingery wasn't ready, could they have brought him back like later? Yeah. Okay, all right. It's not like it's not they like have a,
2: Mm-hmm. Just, they have a player pool. I think it's like 50 guys that are eligible to make the roster.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, so they do have a pool, so it's similar to the other leagues. All right, I got you. Yeah.
2: I, but to start the season, the roster, they can, actually, they can only keep 30 of those 50.
1: If I had to make a guess as far as relievers, I think, well, Jose Alvarez is there. Victor Rana has shown some uh, – that he's coming back a little bit there. Uh, Garrett Clevenger, I think, is a – Solid I, uh, pitcher to come in. Um, uh, Marcuccio Yorvera. Marcuccio Yorvera uh, looked oh, nice. pretty solid as well. Um,
2: Tommy Hunter's back this sh- season.
1: Tommy Hunter. Uh, Robert Stock, uh, I think, is looking at it. None of these Rangers guys cars. are listed right now. There I'm looking at the uh, forty men.
0: Oh, alright, I'm looking at the death
1: chart. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but if I had if I had to guess, I would say Ranger Suarez, um, uh Hector Naris will be added, Marquisho Rivera. Um could you see
2: Pavetta coming out of the pen? I could. He did that last season at one point.
1: I'm looking at him as like a long reliever. Yeah. I'm looking at him as Nice. Okay. Victor Rana, Adam- Jose Alvarez, and Garrett Clevenger I think are all going to be added tomorrow.
2: Right. Um, also, Adam Morgan. I think and Cole Irvin, I think, are also going to make a cut. Yeah. <laughs> need
1: lefties. We have, like, a lot of lefties, surprisingly. Um, and that's about all I got. I mean, I'm very excited. Um excited. They're going to be taking on the Marlins and the Yankees before the next time we talk. Um, what are we thinking we're starting here? Do you think we're start? I, I'm, I'm putting this around. What? Are we going until next
0: episode? So next yeah. Wednesday?
1: I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking that the uh, Phils kind of get off to a hot start here, I think. Optimistically, I think they take. Four and two. Three. Yeah. I think I'd that's exactly a, what I was going to say. Yeah. Right.
0: Was it Friday night? We record Wednesday. Yeah, it's six days, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's yes. Yeah, so I I could say four and two. I I mean maybe well, how how many games did they play the Marlins two. Three. Yeah, three. Three against the Marlins
2: and a four game series against the Yankees. We'll mm-hmm.
1: uh, be hopping on the game before the last game of that series. So yeah, um, yeah, no, no,
0: it definitely four and two because they, they take. I think they'll take both Marlins. And then, like, I could see them splitting the Yankee series.
1: I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's a pretty good start. I mean, you know, maybe maybe they beat the Yankees – maybe they beat the Yankees three. Any, splitting the series is, you know, worst-case scenario for me in terms of a good series. But if they can pull three out of the four, then that's a really good fucking start to the season. I mean, season.
1: going against the Yankees, I'll take that any day. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, you just don't want to Realistically, drop I Marlins think we take games. One. Realistically, I think we only take one. But... I mean,
0: three I mean... three and two is still a really good start. That's not a terrible start. As long as you stay positive. Wait, three and two.
1: Yeah, you're right. No.
0: Wait, no. Three and three? Three and three. Three and three. That's still not a terrible start. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as long as you're but not then, taking one against the Yankees.
1: I, I'm leaning towards two, but I could definitely see it panning out either way. Three no, yeah, I, I'm going to
0: stick with two just because two is a – I think two is, like, a pretty solid – like, that's a solid way to go. But, I mean, if they can pull out more, that would be preferred.
2: Here's the thing. I I don't feel good about taking two or three from the Marlins. We just uh, – they had our number last year.
1: Yeah, but they didn't have Joe Girardi's number. They had Gabe cap. Ka-
0: yeah <laughs> dude i think everyone had fucking gave capler's number
1: except the bullpen because i think that they missed a couple calls there yep.
0: yeah <laughs> but um yeah i mean I'm, I'm very excited i mean like i said i'm gonna sit down friday night I'm gonna have a little a couple drinks and i'm gonna enjoy you know real sports are back man
1: nick did you have any final thoughts there
2: I think we got a good season ahead of us.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be exciting.
1: It's going to be fast-paced, dude.
2: We got baseball back. Can't be more happy than this.
1: No, can't wait to listen to uh, Tom's voice every night. And Ruben's. Ruben Amaro Jr. (laughs) Is Kruk, where's Kruk? Is Kruk coming? I think they're splitting it with him and Ruben Amaro. Oh, and then I got to listen to Ben Davis. (laughs) (laughs) all right um that all being said make sure you rate and review the pod on apple Podcasts. you can follow us on twitter at stick energy capital s capital e you can follow me personally at jimmy coleman k-u-l-l-m-a-n-n capital j capital k you can follow me at eric underscore
0: rare 11 that's uh eric with an h
2: you can find me at nick pug nine it's n-i-c-k-p-u-g
1: Make sure uh, again. Make sure you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're available on any podcast, most major podcasting networks. Um, uh, Tell your friends. Tell your family. And make sure Uh, you you send us an email. Send us
0: an email. It's at it's a big stick pod at gmail at gmail.
1: Send us an email. Ask us any questions you have. Any comments? Maybe that we suck. Maybe that someone else sucks. Maybe that we're actually or or should we
0: bring back Gabe? Kapler, i don't know i it might be just it might not be tasteful but if the if the we got to give the people what they want
1: and for those of you that don't think that their emails will be answered i can promise you we only get about one email a day and it's, and it's from,
0: from a- it's from the lady at spreaker
1: she <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> tells um, us to
0: come back because we left
1: <laughs> so uh, we will get your email we will check it and we will respond um let us know that's all I got. Uh, go go Phillies. Go Flyers. Yes, baby.
0: Where we got sports back in the city of brotherly love and we are going to be back next week with a lot of eh, we're going to be back with a lot of games to talk about. So it'll Thanks be exciting.
1: You. Um I'll talk at you guys next week. And we're gonna peace out, baby. You going to say bye Nick?
2: Bye Nick.